Well, good Saturday morning, everybody. It is the 6th of November, and my title today is, Does God Still Love Me? You know, I think this is a question every Christian asks themselves sooner or later in their life as a believer in Jesus. Add to that a history of continuing in sin, especially sexual sin, Doubt creeps into our thinking, and we all must answer this question for ourselves or live with the fear that we have lost our salvation. Or God has set a limit on the number of failures with which he will put up from us, and we have blown past our limit. You know, this is such a frightful reality for so many. And I see perhaps three levels of Christians. Level one, they found it, but they've lost it. Level number two, they found it, but the journey is still out, and we are in danger of losing it, and we really won't know that till we get to heaven. And level three, they found it and believe they can never lose it. So if you became a Christian and you are struggling with doubt that you have lost your salvation because, lo and behold, you're continuing in sin, then I have some really good news for you. If our salvation is based on our ability to live a righteous and godly life, guess how many are in that category of being able to receive and then sustain holiness? Well, I need to ask you. Do you guys read your Bible? Believing we can lose our salvation is a game changer. It is like God has set us in the Roman Colosseum with 12 hungry tigers let loose. But we stand a chance because before we entered the arena, they gave us a weapon, a butter knife, which by definition is not sharp but dull, with no point with which we might pierce even one of those tigers before they kill and devour us. Now, it may seem true that there are people who believe they became a follower of Jesus, but were eh, they were just kind of following the crowd and have never been truly born again by the Spirit. They like being in the crowd. Everybody just seems so nice and trying to live a decent life. But the reality of a history of continuing sin eventually keeps telling them that they must not be saved. Level one group, which believes they have lost their salvation, well, they haven't lost it because they never truly found it. They think they are saved because they go to church and hang out with other believers, but deep in their minds, There's doubt and unbelief. They're banking on their good deeds outweighing their bad deeds, and if they can just receive a grade of D-, then they're hoping to get in. But they're also, in this life, doubting it. Level number two, and this is a larger group, are those who have accepted Christ as their Savior 
but because of their not being able to live the holy life they feel like they should be living, they're not sure if they're still in or have been kicked out. And can that flip back and forth depending on their obedience? Well, congratulations, they've just blown up the entirety of the grace of God and believe in life they have an opportunity to earn their salvation if they can just be good enough. (laughs) But nobody is good enough. This is the classical line of reasoning that we're saved by our works. Just like level one, they see their salvation as based on whether they are saying no to sin and yes to God. Problem is, if they have an addiction to any sinful behavior, but especially porn and sex, they can feel they're in one day and out the next. They have fought this sin and made so many promises They only see a long history of slips and falls back into this addictive behavior. You know, the root of the problem, I believe, is a serious failure to understand a couple of very simple verses in the New Testament. The first one is this, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace, for by grace... Did you hear that? For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It is the gift. It is the gift. It is the gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. And then what if we believed the words that Jesus spoke? I mean, he's pretty reliable, right? But in John 3, he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish. Will not perish. Will not go to hell. But have eternal life. Now, I realize that the Bible says so much more about salvation. Some passages are very clear, but some are confusing. The bottom line is, at least in my mind, both can't be true. Either you can or we cannot lose our salvation. Either we are saved by grace through faith in Christ to be our Savior, and that is a permanent reality, or we are saved by our works, and so the final decision is not known until we die and stand before God hoping to see a thumbs up, but fearing a thumbs down. So this next week, I'm going to present the argument that when one is truly born again by the Spirit of God, we are a new creation. We have become a permanent member of God's family by grace and not by works. We have become born again because our Father chose us before the creation of the world, and we have been born again not because of our ability to not sin, but in spite of our ability to become addicted to sin and our inability to live a holy life. Indeed, we are saved so that 
God can transform us into godly men and women. It is completely his work of having us, causing us to be born again, based on the simple idea that he has always loved us. He does not hold our inability to live a holy life against us. No, he has saved us and sealed us with the Holy Spirit to enable us to walk in the Spirit and not fulfill the desires of our flesh. And yes, I'm going to deal with the passages which seem to teach that someone can lose their salvation. And I want to show you how they've been misinterpreted. If you want to send me via an email a passage that causes you to fear you can lose your salvation, then send it. Doyle at me.com and I'll answer your questions. Because I believe that once we are born again into the family of God, when we were dead in our sins and transgressions, we have become a son or a daughter of his for eternity. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcasts. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day in the Lord. And we'll talk again on Monday. Take care and goodbye.